Welcome to the Undomestic Housewife podcast. My name is Natalie and I'm your Undomestic host. This is a podcast about everyday life with everyday people. Let's be clear, no professional advice is given and the opinions expressed are solely my own or that of guests. I've had a lot of ups and downs that have made for a wealth of crazy life experiences. Add to that, I've met some pretty amazing people on this journey, and I'm hoping between us all, there may be some nuggets of inspiration, some laughs, wisdom, and a sense that you are not alone on this roller coaster called life. As for who am I, I've got zero claim to fame. I'm a wife, a mom, a daughter, a friend, and a magnet for chaos. I'm a klutz, queen of sarcasm, a collector of cute pets. I'm addicted to romance novels and true crime podcasts. I have stories to share and storytellers to introduce you to. So let's get comfy, let's grab a bevy, and let's chat. Hi, and welcome to episode five of The Undomestic Housewife. I am your undomestic host, Natalie, and today I am with my best friend who is actually very domestic. Um, They say opposites attract, and that is certainly the case with us because she is misorganized, Miss Supreme Cook on top of it all. And well, I'm not. So, <laughs> so Louise, thank you for hanging with me. Yeah. Um, we've been friends, what? Oh my gosh, probably 10 or 11. Well, hold on. 12 years. Maybe. Maddie's going to be 13. So yeah, 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. Oh my goodness. Well, so Louise came, we have a shared love of, of books. And so what's that's what we're going to talk about today is uh, some books. But what is the most amount of books you've read in one year? You know, I think the most was about 368. And um, I slow. I definitely have slowed down now. And I've been through three Kindles. <laughs> I've killed two Kindles. And on the current Kindle, I just checked actually this morning. And I read over 800 books on that Kindle. Overachiever. I know, right? <laughs> For me, it started when I was a teenager, though. I I don't know how I found a Daniel Steele novel, but I found a Daniel Steele novel and I literally devoured it in a weekend. And if you remember back, those are quite thick books. They are. You know, Even like now, they're then. big. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just can't get enough of this Daniel Steele. And I remember, you know, obviously back then she was, you know, not fairly new, but she only had so many books out. And I remember having the list and marking them all off. Oh, okay. So you've read as like I, all as of I them. went through them, and that continued on for many, many years. And then you know you have kids, you get busy, and I forgot about the books. And then you and I discovered them together, right? And I mean, it's funny because I remember as a teenager, that's all I used to do too is read, 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 read. And I remember going on vacation with my parents, and I think I brought seven books with me for like a one week trip. It was just crazy. But then exactly, I stopped reading for such a long time. And then we started reading again, I want to say, what, seven years ago? Yeah, about seven, yeah, about seven, eight, somewhere around there. And we both fell in love with a specific genre, and we're both romance junkies. Um, And it's so funny because I think for the longest time, I know I didn't tell people exactly that I loved romance books because people mock you. They're like, oh, they just assume that they're really cheesy. Like, not that there's anything wrong with like the Harlequin books because they do really well and lots of people love them. Um, But I think everybody assumes that you're just reading some cheesy little, you know, happily happy ending love story or they go to the other extreme and you get accused of reading mommy porn. (laughs) (laughs) We're somewhat in the middle. Somewhat in the middle. (laughs) 
and there's nothing wrong with that. So um, yeah, we are like, I guess, hopeless romantics. Um, we, we like reading the happily ever after, but we also like having our hearts ripped out apparently and stomped on a couple times. <laughs> Oh yeah, ugly crying has been ha has happened many times. Right when you're going, oh my god, I read the best book. I cried for like an hour. You have to read it. And our husbands look at us while we're on the phone telling each other, and they just shake their heads. I think your husband wanted to get a shirt that said "the anti book boyfriend husband." Yeah. And I would always say to my husband, you know, what would so and so do a character from the book? And he'd be like, nothing, because they're not real. We're like, no, Keelan Kyle is real. He totally is real. Yeah, you got to go figure out who Keelan Kyle is. But it's funny because as much as people mock us for reading romance, it's the fasting, fastest selling genre right now. It's over a billion dollar industry and it's followed by crime and mystery. So I, everybody, would, I think, would assume that crime and mystery would be the most popular. I, I know in podcasting land, it's certainly one of the most popular, but it seems that in book land, it's, it's the reverse. So... Um, so we were going to talk to you about our favorite genre, which is romance novels, and give you sort of an idea of who we like to read um, and a little synopsis and tell you some of the stories we've had. Um, we have some funny stories and people we've met, some of our best friends. Yeah, are, absolutely. Yeah. So I want you to go first and tell me if you had to share, I think we picked three or four each, a book. What, what would you recommend to people? Oh my gosh, you know, there's been so many amazing authors over the years, but there's always a certain amount that stand out. And when we did get together for book club, we've got, you know, a few of us that, that are in a book club and we would get together once a month. Obviously now we haven't been doing that um, at the moment, but we always still go back to talk about those originals, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's just something that really sticks with you. And um, I'll talk about uh, a couple there, obviously, yeah. K.A. Tucker. I oh, mean, yeah. oh my word. I mean, yeah. there's She's your a favorite for both of us. There's your Keelan Kyle right there. No, she was. Oh, no, sorry. No, that, that's S.C. Uh, Stevens. S.C. Stevens. That's the Thoughtless Trilogy. And right. If, if you want to read That was one of one. our first after Seattle series. And I can't even read the first book anymore. Thoughtless, Effortless, and Reckless. They're amazing. They are. I can't read the first one anymore because it rips my heart out. And I don't really think there's anything that's sort of been, you know, over that. I think that that sort of it bit was, was it. But... Uh, K.A. Tucker, 10 Tiny Breaths. Like, that was a favorite of ours. Oh, my word. You know, that was a um, tragedy that happened to a family. And in the end, <laughs> you were like, I can't even believe that happened. It was, I just remember the minute I was done phoning you. Yeah. And Actually, we were reading it at the same time. And we were laughing over certain parts of it. The stuffed cats that the old lady thought was real. Yeah. <laughs> But in the end, it was it's a, it was a heartbreaker. It was it a was. serious, serious heartbreaker. Um, and Cla was, Claudia Connor. Yeah, but go back to Kay Tucker for a minute because she has in that series. Well, first of all, she's a Canadian author, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And she has five books in that series, but she actually has a whole bunch of different series. So if you didn't like that series, there's a couple different ones in there that's more um, romance suspense mm -hmm. and some that are a little bit darker. But I think anybody could read the 10 teeny breath series. Um, and I don't worry about who I'm recommending it to like, no, that's definitely, you know, I mean, if you had a 17 year old, oh, for they, sure. they could, they could easily read, read that book. Whereas not all of the books we read, you'd want a young adult to, to be reading. Right. Um, so tell us the next one. Then this Claudia Connor worth the fall. Oh. Um, I mean, oh my word. Right. Yeah. And that's Claudia is so sweet. She even, 
she even came in on one of our book clubs. She did. She FaceTimed with us, which was, she was so, so nice. wonderful. And I, I read all of her stuff. It's, it's so fantastic. Um, the dark side of me. Oh dear Lord. Okay, oh, here so, we go. Here we go. So I tend to read books and I need to know, like I'm horrible because sometimes I read the end of the book before just to make sure that it has a happy ending because if I'm going to be no happy ending at the end, I, I don't know if I want to read it because I get too invested in the book. Louise, and I will read the, I'm starting to read the darker stuff and that's fine. Like it has like a really dark storyline and, and, um, but you'll, you'll understand in a minute what I mean. Louise will venture down the like, rip your heart out. Can you imagine living in this world? <laughs> and then she tells me to read it. I'm like, is it a happy ending? And then you tell me what happens. I'm like, I can't read that. I'll have nightmares. I know. Right? <laughs> well, and it was, I don't know how I stumbled across this author. She's Australian. Her name is Pepper Winters. And I went from light and fluffy to the dark side. <laughs> like, I don't know if you could get any more dark with, um, and the first one I read was Tears of Tess. And I'll just give you a little idea on what the book's about. It's uh, a couple, they go to Mexico and they decide to run a motorcycle and sort of, you know, travel around a little bit for the day. And they stop a little at a little diner and her boyfriend goes to the washroom and some guys walk in, needless to say, they murder him. She's wondering where he is. And then they kidnap her and she gets put into human trafficking. And that's really the first time I ever really probably thought about human trafficking. Mm -hmm. We are going back seven years or six years ago for that one, I, I mm -hmm. would assume. And that was a huge eye opener for me. And mm -hmm. she's definitely a supporter of helping in that um you know, terrible, you know, terrible thing that happens. And, you know, the money that's made in that is equal or more now than the drug drug trade. Yeah. It's so really it is becoming more and more and it is scary. And every time I see somebody, you know, um, you know, missing, I'm like, Oh, the first thing I think are, have they been trafficked? And so she has an amazing, uh, many series of books out. And the, the second they come out, I pre, I always pre-order every single one and read all of them. And she definitely has the dark side. Well, we to laugh, her. we laugh because whenever, um, I'll find a book and it'll be a little darker and somebody's kidnapped or murdered. I'll be like, Hey, Louise, I found a book for you. <laughs> Yeah, Natalie and I think when we travel alone, someone might want to kidnap us, right? but I think they'd return us pretty quick. I think they would. <laughs> they would be like, my bad, you're good to go. <laughs> now, another author is Mia Sheridan. Okay. Like, I, know, I know the book that oh. you're going to talk about, and it's by far, I think, the best book she's written. It is. It is. And, and, and anybody who wants to get into reading romance, the first book I ever recommend to them is Archer's Voice. And mm -hmm. you will never look at a taco chip the same again <laughs> when you read it. And it's, you'll look at that taco chip and go, oh, you know, like it's. Why doesn't my husband do that with taco chips? I know, me? right? Anyways, obviously we don't want to give away the story of all of these because we really want you to read them. But I'm telling you, if you haven't jumped into the romance genre, definitely start with Mia Sheridan Archer's voice. It is sweet. It is wonderful. It is a fantastic read. And I think what's important too for us is the books that we're recommending, they're not your typical storyline. Like I feel like they're not Hallmark storybooks. You know what I mean? It's not the same formula that's every Hallmark movie, you know, um, country girl moves to the city, meets boy. Boy is like big city tycoon. Yeah. They fall in love and live happily ever after. No, um, these have really 
different storylines that really make you think. And a lot of them do examine things that you wouldn't normally think about, like whether it was the trafficking or um, there's one I'm going to tell you about later where the musician, he creates music, but he's he's deaf. And, mm-hmm. and they explore how a deaf musician can compose. And it was fascinating. And but like, like, I don't know, like these, a lot of the books that we read, yeah, they have a happy ending or you have to, you'll get to the happy ending. It'll just take you three books to get there. <laughs> um, but um, they do seem to be a lot deeper. They're not superficial stories. I yeah. Think. I think fluffy. We, yeah, I, we don't really, fluffy. we don't really read fluffy. We, we do tend to want to have our hearts ripped apart a yeah. little bit when we're reading them and, and have a good story and a different theme and not the same old, same old. And you'll find in a lot of the book groups, I'm in quite a few different book groups in Facebook and that's code for wine drinking, groups. wine drinking <laughs> groups. Um, and you know, we talk about, oh, is it different? Is it the same old, same old? And when we post, we're like, it's different. It, you know, and Devney Perry is another author. Oh, she's good too. Um, she pulls you into her stories right away. You absolutely can't put them down. And one series um, that that I'm reading is uh, Clover Chapel. And, um, or I've read stories, Clover Chapel, Gypsy King. She has many singles and she's got a new release that's coming out on the 2nd of March as part of the Runaway series called Dotted Lines. And that's, um, you know, a series about kids that end up running away from, you know, family situations and not great situations. They become lifelong friends. And it sort of shows each each book in the series is one of them continuing on with their lives, which is, it, it's great. And, and Coppersmith um, Farm. That's, yeah, that's I love one of that hers book. as that well. One was, that one actually pulled you into because it had really good imagery. It almost felt like you could be there like the, the the I won't tell you about the book itself but the location the book took place she was so good at bringing you in I just re- distinctly remember that reading that book yeah it was a great series and also they weren't as as totally young as some of the, no, the people because a that... lot of them a lot of these are sort of meant for you know like I feel like you're 21 to like early 30s it's always nice when you can find a writer that can appeal to an older group um, of women like ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not that we're old. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but we're vintage. We're very trendy right oh now. Oh my gosh. But there's another author who we met. So when we first got into reading this, um, we went, well, we had read, so we had we read the Thoughtless, Effortless, and Reckless from S.C. Stevens, which is a fantastic series, by the way. It's very long. It's awesome. And I remember we went to Seattle for a book signing because she was one of the people that were going to be there, along with, who was there? Kristen Proby, um, Colleen Hoover, um, Jen Sterling? Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we went down there and we met Colleen Hoover. And she was just sort of starting out. She had her slammed series out, which again is great if you have young adults. Um, And then the rest of her books tend to fall into more adult. Um, But when we met her, like you were reminiscing about that, you said she was so shy. She was so shy. And I think she, she still is shy, but she is one of those authors that um, has had huge success. Yes. She's got a great sarcastic sense of humor, which you Still and I humble. love. Still she humble. is incredibly humble. And she she also 
really helps people. She does. Like she has got a giant heart and really helps people. And you know, a lot of people when they get success and she's highly successful oh, yeah, um, she's... in this, in this uh, romance industry, um, she hasn't forgotten her people. She no. hasn't forgotten um, her readers, how to help people yeah. and to connect with readers. She's very, very good at connecting with readers. And she is an amazing author. Anything you read by Colleen Hoover, I'm sure you're going to love. Well, my favorite book from her, um, there was two. The one I was talking about earlier was Maybe Someday, and it's a, it's a love story. Um, and it's almost like an accidental love story, but one of the characters is a composer of music. And he teaches this other girl how to compose music based on the vibrations because he can't hear. And it was just a beautiful love story. And yeah, I just loved, I think I talked about it already, but the other one was, um, it ends with us. Yeah. And we were talking about that, the domestic, it does touch on domestic violence, but there's no triggers. We talked about no. that. No. And November 9th, 9th. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Right. <laughs> oh, that one was like, oh, yeah. I, I just don't even We've know. read that one a couple times. Yeah. I think. That, that one's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you have another one, um, Vi. Vi Keeland and Penelope Ward. Now they do write separate, but they also collaborate and write together. And man, when they write together, I it think is. those are my favorite when they write together. Oh my gosh. And I just finished um, a book and posted it in our, our reading group called Happily Letter After. It was fantastic. It was a single dad who, again, was a little older um, he had a little girl named Birdie. She was just the sweetest thing. And she was writing into, I don't remember if it was newspaper or magazine. No, it was a magazine. Magazine. And the the person that, that is in charge of, of that particular article was started to write her back and grant her wishes. And they weren't even crazy big wishes, but she was granting these wishes because this little girl didn't have a mom. And in the end, you know, and it was she, all anonymous too. Like, it was anon totally anonymous, and the dad couldn't figure out how these things were happening. And in the end, she sort of broke the you know conduct and had to go and meet this little girl. And the story just kind of goes on from there. But it was absolutely fantastic. So again, happily letter after by Vi Keelan and Penelope Ward. Fantastic book. Another good one. Um, Oh, now it just escaped me. I was going to say the Tilly Cole one, but we talked about it. The Ugly Cry book. Yes. But it's a beautiful story. Um, oh, that's gone right out of my head too. We'll come back. Yeah. Oh, another one that I really liked too. Her name was um, The Wall of Winnipeg. Uh, Mariana Zapta. Yes. Z yeah, Z-A-P-A-T-A. -A -A. I can never say it right. The, I, and it was funny because I was like, why are they talking about Winnipeg? Because <laughs> we live in Canada. That's a province. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, she's not talking about Winnipeg. Sorry, Winnipeg people. But um, it was a great story. Again, a single dad in that one. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that one, um, that one we really liked. And that led us to From Lukov with Love. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. And yeah. we laughed because he has like a pet pig and all these other things. In yeah, his house. That was, yeah, that was a really funny it one. It was a great book. So she's another great one. And uh, yeah, but you know, the great thing about these books is it's not just something that we can get together and talk about or a form of escapism or, you know, feel good books where you laugh. Like a lot of these have made us laugh or cry or think about issues we haven't. But all the people we've met standing in those lineups, because I know I've gone to Seattle, Vancouver, uh, San Francisco. You've gone to all those places. Have you gone anywhere else? 
Well, there was one in Vancouver that was a book signing that you missed that one, I missed but that I was one. there with your sister-in-law. Yeah. So you want me to tell a little bit of that oh, story? Oh, you tell that story. So all of a sudden it was like, I think we found out the day before that there was going to be a book signing in Vancouver, down right downtown Vancouver. And it was, who was it? Uh, E.L. James. E.L. James, right. And Jed was 50 Shades. Right. And they were filming in Vancouver and she decided she would do a book signing. And it was not advertised, which was really quite crazy. At chapters. At, at chapters. Right. And so Natalie's sister-in-law and I decided we were going to go down. So, of course, our husbands wouldn't let us go because we needed to go and line up because we thought it was going to be this massive book signing and so the guys came too so it became a little bit of a joke and um <laughs> we headed down there at i think it was 2 30 in the morning and with our with our you know chairs and and everything and when we got there we weren't the first there was one person in line who would have thought four in and the morning. who would have thought by the time we got down there we were like oh my gosh who is this person so of course she was sitting there all alone, you know, not really the best place to be sitting, um, you know, by herself and got to know her. And that is our friend, Jen or Jen Jennifer from Texas. And we call her Texas. And uh, she flew in just for this. So she found out about it, got on a plane, flew in, didn't know anybody and was sitting there at the head of the line, again, thinking it was going to be this giant book thing. I think by the time the doors opened, which I think was about 930 it was 80 people. That was it. So, But we, you made the newsreel. I thought it was funny that your husband was on the newsreel. So, yeah. So what <laughs> happened with that, he was mortally embarrassed because he's in the banking industry and, and he made the six o'clock news and some of his co-workers saw him. Uh, but I ha have a friend and she wanted, I, I messaged her and told her what I was doing. And she's like, can you get a book signed for me? And then when they were ready to open the doors, they said you could only get so many books signed and you had to own, you had to have the hard uh, copy book. Yeah. And so I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? So I said to George, you have to actually stay in line. You have to buy a book and you have to get it signed for my friend. And he, he was all fine until they stuck a camera in front of his face and asked him why he was there. <laughs> And, uh, and then of course he also, um, made a clip in the beginning, uh, at the end of the movie or the right. beginning of the movie of 50 right. shades, the first so one. So people sort of think that you have a red room. So yeah, apparently <laughs> they don't. It's so, not that. <laughs> so you see George in one of the clips and some of our friends, Heather in yeah. Seattle, you know, well, she's like, I just saw George in the movie <laughs> and we're like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> All from a simple book. Signing. All from a simple book signing. But it's great. Cause we have friends now and, and I think you are closer to this person than I am. It's more of an acquaintance, but, um, in England, we've met people. Yes. We've met people in England. And in fact, um, Krista and Len, and they're considering going to a book signing that's going to happen in Banff in yes. a year. Yeah. And they're considering going to that if all possible. And that um, one's with, um, Casey Lynn, she's putting it on. She's a great Canadian author um, and she has the Men of Honor series and it's all uh, sort of military background. And she dives into some really real world dark issues um, and sheds some some light on them. And I remember she's really great too because I've, I've spoken to her over Facebook yes. messages and she always yeah. responds. She's always very kind and she has definitely not uh, for your young adults because um, some of the subject matter is dark, but man, can she write? Like, she can. And she, uh, and again, a lovely, a lovely, lovely person. Oh, she's, she's so sweet. Her she's kids great. are so cute. 
So a few years ago, Natalie and I and our husbands were going to a conference mm -hmm. in Dallas. Oh, and we decided that we would go in early and go visit the friend that in we Austin. made um, in that book lineup. And she lived in Austin. And the event we were going to was in Dallas. So we, we drove across the border <laughs> and we were going to fly out of Seattle. And... Um, yeah, it was very interesting. Why don't you take it from there about what happened? Well, so George was sitting in the front. Yeah, and we were driving. He was driving. Yeah, you guys were driving. And it was like, I think you guys picked me up at three in the morning. It was crazy yeah. ass early. And so um, the, the border officer asked us where we were going. And we said we were going to visit a friend in Austin. And then we we're going to a conference. And he said, well, how did you meet this friend? And you... And George answered. We oh, I didn't answer. Was it just George? Oh, I looked right away. I'm like, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> so her husband says, um, we met them um, at a book signing a couple years ago in Vancouver. And so he said, well, what was the book? What was the book signing? And so he said, well, it was a Fifty Shades of Grey signing. And so then he has the window open and he looks. And he says, oh, and so then I felt like he was judging us. So I jumped in. Well, he said, back. I'm not going to judge you. Right. But. <laughs> right. And then I, I opened the window and I, because, you know, that's appropriate to jump in now. And I was like, no, 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 it's not like that. And uh, the more that we kept trying, George and I kept trying to like explain it. The worse it got. The worse it got. And by the time he released us, he had a smirk on his face and he was like, you have fun now. And I was like, still no. <laughs> it was like, you mean you've never met these people? And Natalie's like, no. And you're going to go stay at their house? Yes. All, okay, from, all from the book signing. Because I hadn't met them yet. I'd only spoken to her, you know, on the phone and on Facebook and you and oh my sister in law So, yeah, they totally thought we were swingers and we weren't. And I was mortified and so were you. And it just got... From it got bad worse, to worse going through and customs then we, we went to security. security that was it and i they couldn't get coffee crisp in the states and i know that jen loved them so i filled up like a small duffel bag with as much cadbury as i could and they made me empty it and you were all, all mad at me because i didn't do nexus or something like that so you guys went through and you were laughing because i had to dump all the chocolate out and then they did something with Jason. They said, sir, you have an anomaly in your pants. And he said, yes, I do. <laughs> it was a very proud moment. For so me. needless to say, that just is always stuck with us. We yeah. had a great time in Texas. They was... took us to the best barbecue. Oh my God. And, then, and then she so kindly drove us all the way to Dallas. We went to a winery. And, and oh, yeah. And we got to go to... Um, Oh my gosh, Waco. Yeah, and, and we went to where JFK had been shot. Yeah. And at one point I looked for my husband and he wasn't there anymore. And he was down on the road trying to figure out the trajectory. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, really? So, so <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, and, and I mean, you know, Heather and oh, MK and, you know, we've I, just, okay, we've I got so tell many you. friends. That's a coincidence. I just spoke to MK Harkins yesterday. Oh. Yeah, we were messaging. She's, she was talking about her her granddaughter and asking about all my pets, but she has written a bunch of um, young adult books, and I believe she was a teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's written, and they're beautiful books. They're so well written. She and she's you know just on the other side of the border here. And what I love is you know we'll wrap it up here um, is that a lot of these authors that we read 
didn't get into this genre of like doing traditional publishing. They all self-published. A lot and of them, yeah. They all sort of came to fame because readers and bloggers supported them. And now a lot of them do traditional publishing, but they really sort of paved the way for so many authors. And, you know, it's a great community. It's a great community. And like I said, we've made so many friends and I, I call it a cheap hobby. Yeah. You know, it's definitely well, it's cheap for you. Cause you do it on what Kindle Kindle. Prime. <laughs> I have Kindle unlimited. <laughs> so she returns the book. Then there's me who buys the book electronically and then I love it. So then I go out and buy the hardcover book so that I can put it in my library it's, it's, yeah, it's become an expensive hobby, but, um, I guess we should wrap up here. So, yeah. So I think we've given lots of book recommendations. I know that, uh, Archer's voice is a big win for you. You want everybody oh, yeah. to read that. Absolutely. Yeah. So we hope that you liked our book, uh, suggestions for you. And if you're looking for something to entertain you and sort of escape or, you know, rip your heart out and stomp on it and then have a happy ending <laughs> go read the ones that we suggested so thanks bestie for hanging with me yeah, yeah. It was a fun afternoon we'll do something else again together soon so if you um want to check out either instagram or facebook i will post a whole bunch of the links and book titles in case you didn't get a chance to write them down so that you can either go to amazon and just get them or kindle or wherever you buy your books you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook as um, Undomestic Housewife. And if you have any ideas or comments or thoughts, you can email me at nat, N-A-T, at the Undomestic Housewife. So have a great week, and we look forward to speaking with you next week.